Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. If you have listened to the podcast for a while, you will already know that I'm a big believer in building a business that aligns with your natural strengths, your talents, and interests. When you do what comes naturally to you, when you do what you enjoy, and when you price your offers well, the whole business experience is smoother. It doesn't feel like hard work. You enjoy showing up and doing the things that move your business forward. And you have the freedom to ditch and delegate and automate the rest of the things that you don't enjoy. Sales are easier. You don't have to put in the long hours. Well, actually, sometimes you do because you get into into a project, you can't stop thinking about it. It lights you up. But then that tends to balance out in the long run because you have the opportunity to build space into your schedule for times of rest and rejuvenation and creativity. You know that feeling you get when you're working on something and it feels almost too easy? So the time goes by like lightning, really, and your fingers, they fly over the keyboard and you find yourself thinking, I can't believe I'm actually getting paid this well to do this. That's what I consider working in flow and I really, really love it. And I want something like that for all of us. And I'm also drawn like a magnet to other people who love the concept of flow. And that's why I'm really, really excited to have today's guest on the show. Ruby Lee is all about helping entrepreneurs tap into the magic of flow in their businesses. She's a certified high flow coach and people trust her for guidance because she's documented every step of her business journey over the past few years. She's the host of the Flow State Business Podcast, which has had close to half a million downloads, probably more by now. And she ties things like your energy into how you run your business. I just love that. Ruby is so real. She is so open. And every time I get a little peek behind the scenes of how she runs her business, I am so impressed. Now, I've worked with Ruby on a couple of courses now, and I've seen my monthly income jump by thousands as a result without needing to add any extra hours to my working week, which you know is something that I really, really love. So her coaching, I find, is perfect for me. It's quick, it's actionable, it motivates me to actually do the things that make my business not only easier, but more enjoyable, and things flow very, very smoothly for me now, and it's Ruby that I have to thank for that. In Ruby's experience, flow can transform lives. It's not just about making more money, which we're all totally fine with, nothing wrong with that, but it's also about loving what you do and finding the most expansive version of you. So she is here today to talk about building a flow state business, and I cannot wait to dive in. Welcome, Ruby. Hi, Marissa. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful introduction. I loved seeing you in action doing that live. It's so, so nice to be here. I am so excited that you're here because when you get the opportunity to chat with somebody about something that's made such a positive difference in your life and get their perspective on it and their input, because I reckon we've both come across the concept of flow in different ways. You know, I kind of stumbled across it and kind of let it absorb into my life. And you were like, yeah, I really need to look into this more because it's such a good thing. So for me, I really like the idea of being able to chat to you about it because 
you're going to have like this amazing depth of knowledge about it. And there's nothing, there's nothing more helpful than hearing someone else's perspective on something you already know has changed people's lives for the better. So yeah, I think it's going to be so fun. Can't wait. Flow is the whole reason why I have my business. And this is definitely going to be one juicy conversation without a doubt. Absolutely. All right. So let's jump in and talk about actually for listeners who haven't heard of the term flow before in terms of working and business and life, really, do you want to talk, uh, kind of give them an example of what flow means to you? Mm. Okay. So flow is described as being in your highest state of consciousness. And I think that's a really beautiful perspective of how you can apply that to your business, but also to your life. And when you think about flow, flow can be in a very physical form, peak performance. So you think about CEOs or uh, athletes, pro athletes, for example, when they're in flow, they are doing their thing. They are known in the world for their area of expertise. In business, you, when you're in flow, you are just kicking your goals and it feels so effortless. It feels like you're in the zone. That's often the key term that we hear in flow. You're in the zone. Time just sort of seems to dissipate and dilate and disappear and you're just getting everything done. It's kind of like that movie that Bradley Cooper is in called Limitless. If anyone's watched it, he takes that yes. magic pill. Yeah. And his brain just opens up because he's accessing so much more of our brain. When you're in flow, you learn how to do that. So it is a belief system, but there is also a, a real science behind it. And that's really what I've spent the last year and a half digging deeper into learning the science of flow, learning how it works inside of our body so that we can continue to replicate that and access flow on demand. I actually really love that there's a scientific level for this because so many people I come across who are kind of, they think I'm too woo-woo when I talk about stuff like this. Do you ever get that from people too? And I'm like, no, this is actually, there's research behind this. There's evidence behind this. This isn't just me making up a magical thing to make me feel better. Have you ever come across that too? Oh, it's the reason why I actually went into studying flow because I knew it was a real part of what I was supposed to teach in this world. And it came from the fact that I wasn't in flow and I did the whole burnout thing and definitely felt very much in the hustle. In fact, fun fact, my first business was called Own Your Hustle. <laughs> and now it's gone from Own Your Hustle to Flow State Business. So there is the evolution. Perfect. And um, I love that when you have stories that back the names behind your businesses and the different stages that you've been in. But having come out of a really big season of hustle and hard work and pushing for success, and a lot of this is ingrained in us, right? Mm -hmm. I knew that I had to find another way. Otherwise, I really wasn't going to be growing a sustainable business. And I really wasn't going to be growing an enjoyable, effortless business. And that's ultimately why I wanted to leave my day job, all the things. So as I moved more into energetics in business, and I was speaking about flow, one of the things that really frustrated me was not being able to back it with the tangible stuff mm -hmm. and to really talk about why it feels so real. And this is when I came across um, positive psychology studies. This is when I started to read books about flow, especially to do with uh, our brain, brain science research around the cognitive side of 
how we access different chemicals in our brain that brings on flow. So it is now for me a very real part of what I teach inside of my business coaching programs, but also at the same time, it's nice to be able to back that fully and not just kind of go, oh, I'm in flow and that's it. <laughs> yeah, we're not hippies, people. There's some real stuff going on here. And the more people are aware of it, the more they're going to enjoy their life and their work and their business. Yeah, such a powerful thing. And I think it's going to be good for our listeners to hear about this today because a lot of the listeners for the Simpler Business podcast are in the first one to or one to three, sometimes one to five years of their business, right? So for them, they've just started their business. They've realized there's more work than they think thought it was going to be because everything looks so easy until you do it yourself for the first time. So I'd love to know your thoughts on how you think flow state can apply to building and running a new business when you're kind of in that stumbly part of trying to figure things out as you grow. Do you have any thoughts on that? Mm. So when you think about flow, so coming back to the definition of flow being your highest state of consciousness, what this means is that you are able to navigate through whatever it is that you're wanting to move through. So let's say in this example, we're starting a business, we're growing a business, we're able to navigate that with a lot more clarity. Mm -hmm. And you're able to see from a higher place of consciousness, what actually matters and what actually counts. I often say, do the work that moves the needle and don't get distracted and stuck in the world of procrastination. Mm -hmm. And this is easier said than done, right? Because there is a lot of things that hold us back for certain reasons, whether that be our inner belief system or whether that just be not having the skill set to get the thing done. And it keeps you in the same exact spot that you were in when you had the intention to go bigger with your business. So no matter where you're at, when it comes to your flow journey, we first need to look at why things are feeling difficult, hard, why things are feeling stuck. It's kind of what you were talking about, Marissa, about if it doesn't belong in your world, it needs to either, what's your saying? It needs to get out, delegate or automate. Yeah. That's it. Right. And then once you're through that, you're in a state where you have a blank state perspective of flow. So move through the procrastination, however you need to find the help, delegate, do the things. And then we have the opportunity to look at the different states of flow. Now there is a psychiatrist. His name is Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. In the world of flow science, he is the grandfather of flow. He's done so much research on it and modern day research on flow as well, which is fantastic. And he talks about flow of it being 12 different categories. And it's not to overcomplicate things, but I think if you have a look into that, you can also have a look at his book. It is called Just Straight Up Flow. He talks about these areas that you can move through almost like gateways to help you master the essence of flow. So it would be topics like complete concentration, how to set clear goals, how, to, how do you move through things that require a lot of high risk. As entrepreneurs, we are meant to take risks, but if you're not in the skill set of doing that, you're no longer in flow and you need to go find the thing that will help you get into flow. So it's a very fascinating topic. I think the place to begin is always knowing how to set clear goals because without that, you don't have the focus and you don't really have this North Star. You're kind of just swimming around and not really sure where to begin. So we want to start with what are the clear goals to get you from A to B, not A to Z, 
just the very next step to move you closer to the goals that you want to achieve. I really love that. I think there's a lot of power in having that clarity too, because it moves it from being a wish to kind of a to-do list really, or an actionable thing that becomes real as you progress along that pathway and you start to see the evidence that it's working. And there's so much confidence that that can help build as you go along. So I really, really love that concept. All right. So that's a, that's a great recommendation for a book for people to start with if they want to go in and have a look more into what flow actually is and what it can be. How, okay, this is really, this might be too personal. Let me know I'm if I'm ready is. for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to know in terms of getting into a state of flow, what do you do personally? Is it different depending on what your goal is and what you're doing? Or do you find you have kind of a method or a way to kind of slip into that flow mode that mm -hmm. works regularly? That's not too personal at all. I think there is a real science once again behind how to access flow and demand. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, the thing that is going to keep you away from flow is distractions. I mean, that's not really science by any means, but we firstly want to look at what's keeping you distracted. Mm -hmm. Now, personally for me, the thing that keeps me really distracted from entering into deep work, which is essentially flow, is my phone. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of you will relate to this, even if it's sitting there and it's buzzing away and maybe like Marissa, the only notification she has is sales. Hello. <laughs> that is just so abundant. I love that. Love but even so, when something flashes on the screen, it takes you away from whatever you're digging into. And suddenly you're looking at the screen, you're looking at who bought, you're looking at what else is going on. Then you see the email, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. if you know that you have a major distraction in your you know, in your office or wherever it is that you enter into flow, just take that away and put that away somewhere where you're not able to reach to it for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to, do you mind if I get into the essence of how much time you need to enter into deep flow? Oh, totally. Go for it. Yep. Okay. Because this is relevant to the, the overarching question. Mm -hmm. There is so much research around flow state being at its most peak level of performance for you for it to be 90 minutes. All right. So 90 minutes is the amount of time that you typically can enter into a state of flow. No more than that, because a lot more than that might be flow burnout, mm -hmm. but anything less than that, you're typically entering just into a state of flow, but not dropping into deep flow. So let's say you give yourself 90 minutes and this can just be once a week. You can get a lot done in 90 minutes of deep flow and you can have in that 90 minutes, zero distractions. It can be done. Yeah. So have the phone outside of the room. The second biggest distractor, which is sort of very unfair to say, but this is what all of my clients will tell me. And I know a lot of you will resonate is children. Yeah. And this is a harder one. This is a harder one, right? Because we're away for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so you have to be quite strategic about entering a deep state of flow for the 90 minutes and having either people around to help, or they may be at school, they may be at care, but be strategic with the times that you choose for that. Because any small requests that they're coming in, I'm hungry and I'm bored and I need help opening this and blah, 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 hit me. That is not going to help you. So find a time that you know you can completely set aside for yourself, for your tasks, ultimately for your purpose work, 
this can be done. You can make the time. And then the other things that actually really help me enter into flow once the distractions are out of the way is setting up my space. Like spaciousness is a really big thing for me. So it's everything from uh, the smells that I have. So having a lovely candle around, nothing too full on that your eyes are starting to water, but just something to really, you know, help you signal to your brain that this is flow time. Also the type of music I have on, if you're, if you love to have music whilst you work, I personally do the type of music matters. So, you know, if I wanted to put on my favorite album and sing all the lyrics to it, that's taking me away from flow because I'm focused on the lyrics, not on the work I'm meant to be doing. So usually I would have lo-fi music on or something that doesn't have any lyrics, hurts music, focus music is amazing. So you will find your own rituals to help you drop into flow. But ultimately what all these things are, are signals to your brain to say, hey, we're going to drop into some flow highway work right now. We're going to focus on this one thing that's set towards my clear goals. And after that 90 minutes, I guarantee what you're going to notice is how much you got done. And almost every single one of my clients who goes through this with me, they'll say, I cannot believe how quickly the time flew by and how much I could fit in that time as well. Yep. That's so true. I had so many aha moments when you said that, because there's things that I do that are very similar that I never really clued into going, oh, this is dropping me into flow. The phone thing, mine has to go in a bag. It has yeah. to go in a drawer. If it's in a bag, the bag has to be in another room. And for anyone listening who has young kids, I know what you're feeling like, like, what if the school rings and, you know, like, I'm going to, this is going to sound terrible, but look, if it's that much of an emergency, they'd call the police guys. Like, you know, there's not a lot you can do by the time you get to the school. You're not, you know, they're calling an ambulance. That sounds too harsh, doesn't it? But, but you know what I mean? We have this feeling like how many times <laughs> yes. do you go to, to like the movies with a, with a mum who's like checking her phone in the middle of the movie. And I'm like, oh, I get it. But once you get used to shutting it off and being unavailable for just that 90 minutes, it's not a huge amount of time in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And often, you know, you can come back to your phone and see a dozen notifications and only one of them is even relevant to anything you wanted to do that day, right? You can actually set an emergency ringtone on your phone too, guys. Ooh. So, you know, certain contacts, if they're emergency and they're out the room, you're still going to hear it. It's still going to go through the do not disturb. So there is still, there's always something, there's always a solution to that. But you're right. Like there is most time, 99.999% of the time, nothing is an emergency. You're good. You're safe. It's okay to have time for yourself. Yep. It's okay to spend time in your business. It is actually meant for you so that you can build into the bigger purpose work around why you want to do this in the first place, which is more than likely time freedom, more time with your family, more time with your kids. Yes. And a lot of that is mindset. It's prioritizing time for you because I know we're used to, especially as parents, because Ruby has, you know, we both have kids. You've got a son, you've got a couple of kids and I've got a couple of kids and, mm -hmm. and we, we know what it's like to build a business while you have a family with you. Your whole family is at home with you because you and your husband started working in the business together, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. My husband does not work in my business. We would fight too much all the time, but he has his own lawn mowing business and works his own hours as well. So we, you know, 
we spend a lot of time together and I just want listeners to know that just because you have other commitments, it doesn't mean you can't take a block of time for you and have that be your priority for that Mm -hmm. time. You deserve that as much as the people you are giving to every day deserve that from you as well. So yes, don't forget to prioritize yourself. And the feel good factor, that getting cozy, the amount of times I've gotten cozy in a room in winter with a blanket, Mm. a laptop and a candle going next to me and some really low music or thunderstorms on YouTube. You like thunderstorms? I love background thunderstorms. Like not like crazy hurricanes or anything, but you know, you can get like these like YouTube videos that are called thunderstorms or rainy day in a cafe or something like that. I love those. It's like white noise. I work really, really well to white noise. Well, that is definitely a flow signal. My husband got me a galaxy light for Christmas and it casts this you know, the the nebula over the room at night, this office is just such a vibe. But this thing also has set sound settings. And one of them is a rainy, a rainstorm. One of them is a thunderstorm. So I put it on the thunderstorm setting. I'm like, who would pick this one? (laughs) Now you can go, Marissa. Marissa would pick this one. (laughs) That is awesome. I I love it. I might be the only one. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't be because it was like a primary setting. So I think a lot of people would be with you there for sure. Oh, good. I feel good now. So yeah, I do. I really like that feel good factor. And I can think of a number of examples of times when that's applied to me. And I have done that exact same thing going, where did that time go? I can't believe it's been, you know, a couple of hours has just flown by. And so, okay. So in terms of flow, so you've been in business for how many years now? Five years? Five years. Actually, no, I'm coming up to six years in March. Wow. That's very exciting. And you've been focusing on flow for how long? Two years, three years? So the flow, the the business was renamed a year and 10 months ago now, to be exact. And the fun fact, right? So I had moved from, this is the journey. The journey has been wild and very different. And I am definitely the type of person that experiments a lot with business. So in five years, don't fall off your chair. I've changed my business seven times. Seven. I would have thought for a lot of people, they believe that that's, you know, just, whoa, how did you do that? My clients, when they hear that, I used to be ashamed of it, but now I'm not because a lot of my clients who hear that, they'll say to me, thank you for giving me the permission to change my mind. So I do hope that it comes across that way to everyone listening in. And this is the experimentation journey, but it also with every single iteration of my business, I have found myself more. I have grown my audience. I have continued to grow my income and my impact. And so everyone has a different journey. So you don't have to find the thing and stick to it. Okay. But it started out with LinkedIn advisory work because my background was in HR and recruitment. So I would help people with LinkedIn. Then it would move to the side hustle world because then people would say, how do you side hustle? Then it moved into early stage business. Early stage business moved into spiritual and energetics coaching. Now this came about because I was hustling so much that I found my uh, I found a way to connect to my spiritual health. I was so focused on being in the business so much that I totally neglected the spiritual side to me, meaning the energetics, learning how to master flow. And as I moved through that, I changed into flow state business. So I've been here for almost two years 
And this one actually just feels like I'm here for a while. But just looking back at the journey, I think to myself, what a masterpiece, what an absolute tapestry of having gone through all of it to get to the ultimate thing that I meant to teach about. That might change at some point, but for now, it just feels absolutely amazing to be here. I really love that because if you think about other businesses, they evolve over time as well. Look mm. at like McDonald's now compared to McDonald's in the 80s or, <laughs> you know, or, or Reebok or, you know, everyone goes through some sort of evolution. But I think what I love about your journey is it does intertwine with your energy really well and your priorities in your life and your business. And I find that a really good example of role modeling that for other people that does give them permission to do the same. And, you know, you and I have talked, actually, if you're listening, guys, we have, this episode is a two-parter. So you head over to Ruby's podcast, Flow State Business, and you can listen to my journey around a bit of a pivot and changing my business as well, because I know exactly how you feel because I've made a slightly different pivot, but it's always been in tune to where I am as a person and what my overall priorities and goals are depending on the time. So I find that really resonates with me. And when I first discovered you was probably, oh, I think the first training I did with you is big dollar energy. I think maybe last. Oh, year. such a favorite of mine. That always comes back into rotation. It's so fun. It. So much. I loved it so much. I bought it on a Black Friday sale. I consumed the whole thing in one go. It was amazing. I can't even remember why I brought that up. But all I remember is thinking, you know, I think to myself, one of the things that really attracted me to working with you was the fact that you were open about your energy and the differences that have occurred in your businesses. And you're so open about sharing your timeline and how things worked for you and the fact that you did change. You know, I think you went from writing resumes for $50 a resume or something like that. And then, you know, this whole business has just grown and evolved as you has, have as a person. I find that very, very inspiring. And I think that our listeners will find that as well. Nobody has the exact perfect polished business they want right from the start. And then even then, if you think you do, your perception of what you want that to be is going to change over time anyway, as you learn and grow and get more experienced and the world and technology changes and people totally. change. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, yeah, I think all of that is a positive thing. It is. And you know, you have to listen to what it is that you want to do. Mm -hmm. And if you get to a point in your business that it just doesn't feel right anymore and it doesn't feel exciting, that's not a business you want to grow long-term, right? And that's why some people end up feeling exhausted and burnt out. For me, I could tell early on that something was shifting and changing and it wasn't easy because, you know, especially the transition from LinkedIn coach, I had grown the business to $100,000 in passive income a year. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to walk away from it. I did that. No, I did not want to be the LinkedIn person because social media coaching is very annoying because mm -hmm. you have to constantly keep up with what the platform is doing. Okay. And then you can't just have a course that sits there on the platform for five years. You're constantly needing to reshoot stuff, change things up, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, nope, this isn't where I want to be. And then off I went, built the spiritual energetic side hustle era that was really the point where I had hit my first million dollars. And I want to say this because with LinkedIn, I really didn't think any of my customers and clients were going to flow into spiritual business coaching with me. That to me just did not compute. Like it was just the most frameworky step-by-step -step type of business model into let's discover, you know, 
what the universe wants to tell us and let's do pendulums and let's talk crystals. Do you know how many of my clients came along that journey with me? And they, they were like, we were so ready for you to do this rubes because apparently my LinkedIn coaching was already so manifestation based (laughs) that they were waiting. Yeah. I was the last person to see it. Right. And then I went from that into teaching flow science. And once again, all of my spiritual energetics based clients were like, thank you for now going into the science and teaching us exactly how it works from, you know, a a cognitive perspective. And this is when, you know, the next couple of million dollars came. So I want to say this because when you go through evolutions of your business, it doesn't mean you're starting again. Think Mm -hmm. about it from the perspective of how you're evolving and helping your clients evolve with you. Yes. That's such a good way to look at it. And, you know, if I think about things that, that impress me, that, could be flow related to you. I think about how you create offers and sell them. So if if you haven't seen Ruby launch an offer before, guys, you have to go and follow her on Instagram right now. What's your handle, Ruby? It's just Ruby Lee on Instagram, It's just Ruby Lee. So she's really easy to find. I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes. Whenever Ruby comes up with a new offer, you just, it's almost like the offer just manifests itself. (laughs) And suddenly it's like, I know you do, you do your branding by yourself sometimes. And it just kind of, you just have like a cozy canvas session and bam, branding is ready to go. And once the branding is ready to go, it's like that starts the talking points. And then people start to chat more and you develop the offer around what people Mm. are chatting to you about. And this might not be the case for everything that you offer, but certainly the case for the ones that I've been drawn like a magnet to and wanted to be part of straight away. And so it's almost like the flowy part of that creation is is really what's drawing the right people in at the same time. Mm-hmm. So do you find that there's there's kind of it's almost like there's a bit of business magic in there like if you're working in yeah. flow it's easier to define what you want to offer people? Yes, and this comes back to when you're able to step out of the nitty-gritty stuff in business, not to say that you're not in it, you have to be in it to build the business. Mm -hmm. But when you're in flow and let's say you have your 90 minute session once a week, that time that you allow for yourself gives you a certain wisdom and intelligence that you're not going to find from any focus group session that you're building with someone. Or, you know, the problem with those is that often you don't have the right people in the right room. And so you're asking the wrong people. Gaining that wisdom from yourself in a flow session is what drops in. And this is how it works for me. So to give you a very practical example, a few days ago, I was thinking to myself, I really want to have a continuity program for my clients. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I didn't have in the business last year because I was traveling so much and me and my family have done the digital nomadic thing twice over. We've done it, you know, years ago, pre-COVID, we did it last year for six months and the continuity program just was, was on the horizon, but this is the year to do it. So I'm thinking to myself, what is that? It's in the form of a membership. What do people want? What do people need? And it dropped in during something else I was doing during a 90 minute flow session. And then I asked my Facebook group, what is it that right now in 2024 feels like you really need help with? And 60% of the responses was time centered. I need more time. I don't have time, more time freedom. Everything was to do with time. What? Mm -hmm. That is so interesting. And questions like, Rubes, how do you get so much done in a day? Seriously. Like, how are you one minute at the beach and the next minute doing three hours of coaching, the next minute launching something? 
I'm like, I don't, okay, I need to put this into some form of an offer. And then as Marissa said, you just drop in and I'm like, great, I'm going to set the timer. I'm going to put on music, light my candle, glass of wine, canvas session, bam, I'm going to do a three-day experience and off it goes, we're away. So it gets to look like that. And that whole process took me about 48 hours. Beautiful. See, it gets to be easy. It gets to feel good if you're tapping into that that internal power source that is flow, really. So it's not something that, that we should leave till last and try and fit into our week when everything else is done. It really should be a time that we block out and prioritize, right? Yeah. And it's the, the trick here is that once you start saying, you got to block it out, it's got to be a priority. There is this funny little thing that goes off in your mind, like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Arms crossed. It's like, you're telling me I need to, you're telling yeah. me I have to, or then you have this in, in a rebel in you around, or, you know, going, you know, I, I want to do it my own way. And that just feels too difficult. So it's more so if it sounds like something that you genuinely would love to have as part of your practice as a business owner and, and a ritual, then place it in somewhere. Otherwise the timing might not quite be right. And you'll just be not in the right mindset to do something like this. Mm -hmm. And it is flow really is a developed muscle. And the reason why this is the case is because we have been significantly programmed to do things a certain way, you know, as career people, as busy and thriving entrepreneurs, that it has to be the way of just like carving out different blocks of time in the day in order to do something, which absolutely does work. But when you are wanting to grow this side or master this side of flow, it is a neural pathway conversation. Mm -hmm. And what this means is that patterns have been built, habits have been built over time. And if you are telling yourself that you don't have time to do that, that is a solid neural pathway that's been created. And when you are wanting to build more intelligence around flow, we're going to have to not undo that neural pathway, but stem it out around this belief that maybe I can make more time. And then that turns into maybe the 90 minutes doesn't sound so difficult to have. And then it turns into, I am going to try and schedule that in into, I am going to schedule it in. So it's a slow thing, not so much a slow thing, but it is a process. Yeah. So going from, I don't have time to 90 minutes feels too big. Try just some sort of affirmation or belief work around, you know what, maybe I will be able to find the time and, and I'm going to be open to that. And that's all it needs to be. And just notice it, open up more and more and more. Yeah, that feels much better because I, I bet for some of us listening today, we were probably going, oh, okay, I do want to add flow to how I approach my business, but I'm already super busy. So for those of you who are thinking that, it doesn't actually have to be another heavy to-do on your list. It can be something that you're right, you incorporate overtime as a process and it feels good to do it. And I think once you get into the habit of it and you, you, you get that feel good factor and you start to see those results, that's when it really locks it in, right? And you just feel like, I, I want more of this. I, I want to experience more often. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Wow. All right. So what about clients and customers? Have they experienced some magic in their business as a result of flow? Is there anyone that comes to mind that you can think of that, you know, you noticed seems to be working more in flow here and there, or it might be something we might not be able to talk about details in, but I just thought if you've got anything you want to share that you've noticed. 
Oh my gosh, so many things. I've actually just come off the back of a flow state business cohort, which is a group I run every six weeks. Mm -hmm. And we just took 50 people through and it was unbelievable. So actually seeing how different their mentality and their mindset was around time freedom Mm -hmm. and helping them move through whatever they've been stuck on for the longest time and why they haven't seen the progress they've wanted to see in their business. And that might not necessarily mean like they're suddenly millionaires, but they just feel a lot less burdened. Yeah. And I think a lot of us in business can take a lot of that on and they're able to delegate a lot better. That is for sure. They're able to create in a way that is so abundant and they're able to take an idea to offer so much faster in flow state because you are being so deeply guided by what feels good and what feels the path of least resistance. That's when the sales conversations become a no brainer. So I have seen my clients in flow, just go, all right, I'm just going to give it a shot. I'm going to speak to that person. I'm going to rekindle a conversation over here. That's sort of been nothing for a little bit. I'm going to reach out to this customer over here and see if they want a custom package or whatever that looks like. And you should see just the group chat. People are like, oh my God, I have been overthinking it. I've been making it too complex. I haven't been able to see what my customers actually want, but in flow, they're able to do that. And that's the typical high performance that we see when someone starts to master flow state, they move into a state of extreme high performance in their business, high performance sales, high performance energy. However, that turns out in your business, whatever that means to you, that's what we're seeing with our flow state business clients. It's magical. And that's just in six weeks. It's unbelievable. I love that. So actually that, that brings me to my next question, which was if people want to learn more about getting into the flow state and they want to get more from you about that, how do they do it? Are you running that again in the future or do you have a resource they should start with? It'll run again for sure. And we have it on the schedule, I think for March. So it is a six week program and it runs every, you know, it'll run at least four times this year. So what I suggest, if you want to be in that group, and if you want to learn about the science of flow and how to be able to dive deeper into that in your business practice, then I would say, just follow me on Instagram Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to see when that is announced. If you want the 90 minute flow track, which all of my clients love. So basically you put it on, you have lo-fi music, it's cozy AF, you'll love it. We'll leave the link in the show notes. So I would say start there. It's just so fun to have that, to help you stay focused and entering that flow state highway in a way that actually just feels very supported. You'll love it. I love it. Ruby, I just, I'm so happy that you came onto the show today. This has been such a good chat. And I feel leaving our conversation really like my vibe right now is very calm and confident and happy and inspired and motivated. And I feel like, which is funny actually, because it's coming to the end of the day here. And I'm like, normally, you know me, I'm like, I get two hours in and I'm done. I want to go watch a show. I'm done with work. That's enough. And now I'm like, I don't know, I'm probably going to sit down for half an hour and and like at least kind of dip in and see how long I can go for on my very first kind of purposeful experience of seeing what it would be like. So yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it's been a great chat. So I'm so excited that you were here. Yeah, 
Yes, I'm so happy. And honestly, if you do try a 90 minute session and you just notice something's coming up or you can't seem to get focused, just drop me in a DM. I'm in there. I answer my all of my DMs and my questions on Instagram. I'm very happy to help you out because it's sometimes just the small tweaks that you can make in order for you to really experience what flow state feels like. Beautiful. All right. So go for that 90 minutes, put myself in an environment that feels good. Lo-fi music is a great idea. I love it. Okay. I'm going to get started. And I hope if you're listening out there that you are excited to get started too. We would love to hear how you go with it. So you'll have Ruby's Instagram link. Come and chat with me on Instagram too, if you want to at Marissa Roberts official. Come and find us and let us know what your experience with flow is, because we could talk about this for hours. (laughs) Yes, hours and hours. So I hope you've all enjoyed this conversation as much as I have enjoyed having it. Thank you, Ruby, for being here. And I will see you all in the next episode. Thanks, Marissa. Bye, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.